Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. Yes, this is the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. And I have sat down and watched the entire Recess, all series, on YouTube when I was in my 20s. And I'm not ashamed. It was a pretty good show. It was a great show, yes. And I also did Fairly Odd Parents I that year. Six Fairly Odd Parents. And I did SpongeBob that year as well. So it was Sponge a great, was was a great marathon. I was in my 20s. There, I said it. Binging before binging was a thing. Well, no, it was it was a thing that back then. That was that was before Netflix. No, 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 it was during Netflix because I remember there was a there was a time when there um, they had SpongeBob on Netflix, yeah. and I would just wa- I watched the whole season. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, no, I've watched first three seasons before, like maybe season four, and then season five is when it got stupid and really like questionably homosexual. And um, <laughs> then and then I got then I got it was sad, and then I watched the entire um, Fairly Odd Parents. What's that? You're talking about SpongeBob? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I watched Fairly Odd Parents. I watched the whole thing, which also became questionably homosexual. What? When, uh, what? when Cosmo got pregnant. Oh. Remember yeah. him getting pregnant? Yeah. It's, he got pregnant. I was like, what? Yeah. It's so bizarre. Oh, right. It's so, so weird. weird. Yeah. Oh. And, um, yeah, he's a fairy. He does what he wants. Yeah, I know. I know. But it was like, it's, it's, yeah, I know that. You know what? I, I know. But it's just, it was just so weird. Um, just laugh and move on, Luke. Yeah, I, I, it was hard for me to get past that. Um, oh and the and the third and after that, I got sad because they took all that stuff off. I was gonna go like back and watch SpongeBob, SpongeBob again, um, but um, I needed something to watch while I ate my peanut butter jelly sandwiches and my you know chips, and so I decided to go to YouTube and watch all of the recesses. Sour cream and onion. Yes. Why do you keep saying recesses? Recess. Recess film. Uh, for recess seasons. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. Seasons. You're acting yeah, like there were multiple shows. It was like there's just one recess, right? Yeah, yeah. All the recess seasons. Thanks. But you know, um, actually, a really the recess movie is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's when I realized that Disney had weird contracts on people because uh, the guy who plays um, Monsieur Dark from um, Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. and the guy who plays Frollo mm-hmm. is the same guy. I forget his name. Tony. I don't know. Tony, oh, it's Tony something. Um, he's a really talented actor, right? And he played these big roles in these Disney films, but he's also in the Recess movie for like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Not even joking you. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds. I'm like, what kind of weird contracts do these have on these people? Like, you have to come to my film for 30 seconds, you know? I don't know. Like, he's obviously too big for the Recess movie film, made for TV film. But there he was. He was, he was oh, doing we, it. We, I talk, don't know. we talked on the last podcast about people knowing people in Hollywood and how things get done. So maybe that was maybe it was just about, yeah. hey, I, I, think was, it was hey a, I was friends with the guy who was animating this, and I wanted to I be just, in the movie. I think for, it was a contract thing. Like, we uh, have you for three movies. You got to do three. Let's just uh, let's eat up the contract. That's what I think it was. Maybe. Tony J. Tony J. Thank you, Brad. Yeah, Tony J. That's his name. Anyway, so this uh, month we are doing the good. In, no, sorry, that was last last week we did the good and the bad. <laughs> yeah. Right now we're doing the big ticket, uh, big ticket item, which is Star Wars Episode Nine. It's taking a while for us to get around the to rise this of one, Skywalker. but we're kind of fine now. It's 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 the rise. Yes, uh, the rise of Skywalker. Uh, Dove has written a, written a wonderful review. Brad, you gonna put this on Facebook Live like you did Athena's? Uh, sure. You yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Brad, go ahead. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> the Rise and the Fall of Skywalker. Is that yeah. the name of your review? No. Okay. But that sounds good. Oh, that would be good, though. Come on, Doug. The Rise and Fall of Skywalker. I don't have a name for The, the Rise and Fall of Everything <laughs> Star Wars. Make sure you get it ready. Oh, my. Brad's going to get it ready over here. Okay. It's going to be a big old edit. Can you? Edit? You can't. It's live. Well, no, no, not the Facebook video. I'm talking about the podcast editing this yeah. part where they just where everyone oh, listening just hears Brad goofing with right. the tripod. Raw, and unedited. <laughs> it's raw, coming raw and live. No, dude. If we I ever always... do a review of a born film, Brad, I want you to hold that and shake it. We have yeah, to do yeah. it while Dove is running. You're like sitting there squinting. You're like, oh, yeah, he punched him. Wait, do the funny face. Do the funny face in the in the corner. I've never been on Facebook Live. That's interesting. You're next. No. I've never been no, on Facebook Live. No, we're not allowed to do a Facebook Live with me. Why nope. not? Huh? Because Listen, I, don't I had be to live. do it. Yeah, she You're did up. it. I don't want to Athena be live. did it. I don't, don't want to be live either, but I got I don't want to be live. Joey, your new song is It's Gonna Be May. No. <laughs> I don't want to be live. Yeah, this is about a what, a month and a half? Yeah, we've got yeah, a long time been, to stew on yeah, this. Oh. Yeah. You, want, you guys want to hear what's so sad, though? What's that? I wrote up like a ton of notes on my Evernote 
for mm-hmm. the rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. and somehow it didn't save to the cloud. <gasps> and so I opened up my Evernote today and uh, all my notes were gone. Oh so no, Joe. I remember most of them, I okay. think, but um, they won't be as clear and concise <laughs> okay. as I was hoping it would be. Probably. Wow. All right. Here is Dove's review of Star Wars Episode Nine. Go ahead, Dove. Take it away. Okay. Well, it's finally here. Ray, Finn, Chewie, Poe, and the Galactic Rebels finish their story, hoping to go out with a bang. (laughs) Snap, crackle, and pop as well. Ray is forced to confront even more of her fear as a revelation that the evil Emperor Palpatine has suddenly reemerged. She must race against all time and odds to discover his hiding place and end the threat of the Sith forever. I find it amusing that my turn for an official movie review came around when Rise of Skywalker came out. (laughs) If you are a listener of this podcast, you will know that after The Force Awakens, my interest in Star Wars completely disappeared. I have about as much interest in this franchise as I do the 2020 handball championships or what's on the food network at 2 a.m. <laughs> Going in with this mindset, however, had an interesting effect on me, and I was surprised at my reactions. Can a movie be so bad that it's actually good? <laughs> Every once in a while, you come across a movie that entertains you in a way that you wouldn't expect. Rise of Skywalker had this effect on me as it unfolded. Somehow, the cheesy acting, endless plot holes, poor writing, and uninteresting new characters provided my brain with something to look forward to. I found it to be enjoyable discovering the next plot hole. I found myself (laughs) laughing, sometimes out loud, at the cheesy acting and complete disregard to solid storytelling. (laughs) Sometimes a movie is just so bad and predictable that it somehow works. Was this the intent of the director? While I would agree that The Rise of Skywalker was a challenging task, I can't just let them off the hook that easily. I have heard different things said about J.J. Abrams' approach to the final film. Some say it isn't his fault and that he is a victim of the Disney establishment. Others say he couldn't have done anything different. My view? He pulled his inner Peter Jackson and said, forget it, just slap it together and people will go see it. I'll be here sitting on this couch saying yes to all of your ideas. Much like Michael Scott saying yes to Phyllis's dancing babies idea. <laughs> Nothing is off limits. Everything is a go. I'm baffled by the people who are outraged at this film. What were you expecting? How can you be angry at a movie you knew was going to be awful? Were you expecting anything different than the previous two? This is Star Wars now. I accepted it as soon as I was a third of the way through The Force Awakens. The visuals were stunning, and there was some Star Wars nostalgia but unfortunately the bad far outweighed the good. Allow me to take you through the thought process of my half-asleep brain as the story unfolded. (laughs) What planet are we on again? (laughs) Okay. Why was Kylo so easily persuaded by Palpatine in the beginning after wanting to kill him? Rose is now a boring side character? That's okay. She was a boring main character, too. (laughs) Finally, the Knights of Ren. Wait, where did they go? (laughs) Uh, What planet are we on? Boy, this film is moving quick. She can force pull a ship, but can't complete a simple obstacle course? Okay. Hyperspace skipping. Just go with it. (laughs) So the stormtroopers can fly now. Jetpacks have been in Star Wars since the beginning, right? Quinn's quasi-new girlfriend slash Rose replacement says, How do you know it's on that ship? Finn, I can feel it. Eye roll. (laughs) One of the most laughable parts of the movie. Wait, is Finn Force-sensitive? If so, then why? Too much thinking. This is Star Wars moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking... <laughs> Here we go. Speaking of Finn, I guess he never tells Ray what he wanted to tell her. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Worst writing ever. Okay. North new force powers, including force healing, force teleporting, and force life transfer. I forgot about the force healing. Oh my right, gosh. Go. Yeah, new force powers, including force healing, force teleporting, and force life transfer. Only Ray can do it. Is the point. <laughs> Quicksand with no bottom? This is Star Wars. Who is the chick with the helmet that never comes off? I guess I'll look her up on IMDb after the movie so I can see what she looks like. 
I did the oh, same. Sorry. I know, yeah. we all did it. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow, look at Ray giving deadliest cats a run for their money. Why was Kylo trying to turn Ray into roadkill? And how did he survive that crash anyway? Why didn't Kylo capture Ray or try to capture Ray after the forced tug of war? They stared at each other, the scene cut out, and everyone started moving on with their lives. What planet are we on again? <laughs> hey, look, Lando is here and he looks super old. <laughs> okay, a simple tip of the ship would have thrown off all the idiots with the weird horses on it. <laughs> Wouldn't the Emperor's lightning kill the bad guys as well as the good guys? Hey, look, Han Solo. Why is Palpatine's Star Destroyer fleet made of paper and never fights back? <laughs> Gee, I wonder if the rebel fleet will show up to help the cause. Yep, there they are. Why didn't Ray disappear after she died? Kylo disappeared in about two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> the most eye-popping scene was the lesbian kiss scene at the end. Disney just had to do it, didn't they? Ray is a Skywalker. The point? Anyone can be a Skywalker, even if you aren't one, as long as you are Force-sensitive and choose to be. Hmm. Obviously, I don't care what was going on during the film. However, all kidding aside, a couple of things stood out to me that I was angry with. One being the trailer. I understand trying to throw off your audience, but continually lying to them through the trailers insults the intelligence of the viewer. They did this with The Force Awakens by making it look like Finn was the next Jedi. They did it again by making it look like Rey was going to the dark side. Seeing her flip her double-bladed lightsaber at the end, at first made me think she was turning. However, common sense prevailed, and I realized way before I even saw the movie that it was a dream or a vision. Stop insulting your audience by thinking you are smarter than they are. Also, by bringing Palpatine back, everything the Rebels fought for in the last six films was for nothing. The writers had to bring it back because they couldn't create a different enemy that was even remotely interesting. Emperor Palpatine is an interesting character and gave the film more life. Absolutely. But at the expense of the previous six. Yes. They never really explained how he survived, but that's okay because this is Star Wars. <laughs> Bringing him back also raised questions about Ray's parents. Why didn't the Emperor try to persuade Ray's mom or dad? Why did he wait until she was born? How did her parents defect from his authority? Ultimately, it doesn't matter, and that is the biggest issue. Each film was an attempt to fix the previous installment, and each one failed. The franchise is now at the point that if it makes sense, it is a deviation from the norm and can't be Star Wars. I truly believe the writers didn't even try for this film. The irony, of course, is that when they did try, we got The Force Awakens, an equally bad film. This further proves why the franchise needs to end. It's cursed. There are too many people and different ideas that are clamoring to be a part of history. The old adage is true. Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Mm -hmm. This is a big reason why Star Wars may never work in a feature-length film ever again. So for now, the final chapter in the Star Wars saga has finally, or should I say, mercifully, come to an end. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was great. Oh, my goodness. That was hilarious. And these were, like, I, was, I actually did think these. Yeah, wow. As it was going through, I'm like, these are the things that I was wondering. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, you brought up some great questions that I forgot about. Like, he never did tell her. Yeah. No. I thought about that for sure. Are we supposed to assume that... How did he know? That's the thing. How did he know that she was a Palpatine? Is that... Okay, is is that what we were supposed to assume? That he was going to tell her. You wait, you're a Palpatine. Oh, by the oh. way, I waited all this no, time to tell you. No, what was he going to say? What was he going to say? He loved two, her. He was going to say one of two things. I th- I don't think it was uh, that he loved you her. You don't? I think he was no. going to say one I of do. two things. It could have been that he had feelings for her. I also think he was oh. going. That's I also what I think meant. it could. Well, no, I know, but I also think more likely it was that he was going to tell her that he was force sensitive. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. I thought he was going to tell her, hey, you're a Palpatine. I, and I know it No, how would of, he have known that? I, it just made the most sense to me at the time. No, like, no, that's no. the only thing that would be relevant information. Yeah. yeah. No, that, it was going to be that Finn was Force-sensitive. Uh, yeah, that is what I think. Or that it was going to be, hey, I, despite all these other girlfriends I've had, or potential girlfriends, I, yeah. I love you. Yeah. You're the one. <laughs> yeah. You're the one for yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Ray. All right, Joey, what are your it thoughts, is. buddy? Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, we're so, just starting. 
Athena I, putting I just, her finger up. I just found something. What's At that? a fan Q&A, J.J. Abrams answered his question that he did not answer in the film of what was Finn trying to tell Ray. No, I'm so sick of this, too. I'm so sick of this, too. So, what was it? nonsense. What was it? Oh, what did he say? Um... So JJ I'm confirmed probably, that what Finn wanted to tell Ray was that he was force sensitive. Why didn't he just say that in the freaking film? Yep. Yeah. Because like, he didn't care, dude. It's like, bro, we know. He sat in the couch. He was just like, who cares? It's not. It's not that hard or that tantalizing. <laughs> See, this is ultimately, ultimately my issue with stinking it's, it's Abrams. A, it's a comedy, dude. Remember it's what a comedy. I've said this before. I think on the podcast, <laughs> Abrams, all he does is is try ask and good hold, questions. Yeah, is try and ask good questions, and then he never mm-hmm. has good answers. Yeah, they're either yeah, disappointing right. or stupid. Yeah, yeah. And he does that all the time, and it's garbage. It's terrible <laughs> oh. writing. John Boyega tweeted <laughs> uh, a picture of Lego Batman and said, Ray, I'm Batman. Oh. That was, was going to tell. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> pretty funny. You know, I, I think he's a good actor, and I think he did a lot with a character that had no depth. Nothing, yeah. Um, You're talking about Finn? Yeah, uh, John Boyega. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. he, he was a great, I, so, tremendous actor, and I thought he did a lot more um, – uh, with you know, uh, with uh, I thought he did. I thought he did a a, a a a lot more than what he should have done with when he had nothing. You know, he made, he didn't make something because the character uh, stinks. Uh, but still, I'm like, I think a lot of other people would have made it ten times worse. So I'll, the whole be, time, so I'll, I'll be honest. Like, one of the few me. one of the few positives was that I actually liked Finn. Okay, you did. So uh, I really so I really liked his story setup in the Force Awakens. I thought the idea of like a stormtrooper defecting was a really cool potential oh, idea. Oh, yes. And then it got really right. muddled and lost in, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. in the last Jedi. Didn't know what to do with him. And the last Jedi. And then I felt like I felt like JJ Abrams or whoever wrote the script. I know it was like four different people. JJ had a part in it. Um, uh, what's Trevorrow? Uh, what's Colin Trevorrow. Colin Trevorrow. Um, Trevorrow. Trevorrow. Um, whatever his name is. Had a part in it. Some other guys had a part in it too. But I felt like they at least tried to tie it and bring it back in. Then he meets the rest of the stormtroopers who also defected. And then they kind of like stormed Rebel Cause. It was, don't, don't get me wrong, it wasn't amazing. Yeah. Um, but it was, I felt like at least like meaningful. It was one of the few parts that I was like, okay, this is decent. It should have been introduced um, in the, at least the second one. Well, I, I think agree. In the but first it, one, agree, they should have introduced that segment of people who had defected and worked with them no, for I the agree, next I two agree. films. I agree. But I mean, Ryan Johnson was, was too busy, I think, um, like bringing nihilism to the to the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. and be yeah. like, oh, you remember all those crazy questions J.J. Abrams asked? They do don't you, matter. Do you yeah, think? Because right. I, I really believe, I truly believe that it was just like, who cares, man? Like, I, I think they may have taken an approach like Whatever we do is going to be wrong. Just, just do it. You yeah, know, yeah. like, like it doesn't matter. Whatever, and they may right. be right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really do think that it was just like, ah, sure, you know, yeah. type. Of I, think, I think, I think, I don't know. The, if I think it was the opposite. It. I honestly think there was so much overthinking. I mean, based on what yeah. they said, based Could on what be. they said, they hired Colin Trevorrow and this and this other guy to write the script. They wrote multiple versions of the script, handed, oh, wow. it, into, handed it in to Kathleen Kennedy, who was like, no. Wow. And then she was eventually like, you're fired. Here you go, J.J. Abrams. And J.J. Abrams was like, now I have to fix this. Oh, let's bring Senator Palpatine back. Um, so it sounds like there was a lot of, of going into it, that it was overthought because they had put themselves in so many corners at this point, yeah, back yeah, themselves right. into so many corners. Absolutely. Um, that it was just, it sounds like it was, cra- it was a crazy mess. And that's what it came across to on screen. Uh, honestly, yeah. for me, like, so I... Parts. So we'll start with parts I enjoyed, which was really um, and you know enjoyed is kind of like barely a word at this point. But like the stuff that like I honestly thought was okay was I thought that the way they wrapped up Finn's story with him meeting that crew and stuff was and then and then yes. sto- and then storming the uh, or not storming but like getting on the ship and fighting on the ship. I thought that was okay. It was kind of at least like for a character that. Could, had a lot of potential and was kind of squandered. I thought that was at least okay bringing that back. Finally, it took him three films to give him some purpose. Right, and then I also felt like I also felt like I didn't. I I honestly felt like I f- came back to, and I didn't think they would bring me to this point. I honestly came back to enjoying or at least appreciating Kylo Ren's character again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when they kind of ruined it for me in Force Awakens after they had like after he had so much potential, I kind of felt like they at least semi fixed it at the end, at least until he kissed Ray. Then I was like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. And then he, and then I was like, <laughs> I and then and then I also found myself, I also found myself stuck in that same, in that same issue that I had with, um, what's the Star Wars movie we hate? 
that I can't Rogue remember one. the name of. Rogue <laughs> One. Where I was legitimately like, Ray was dead. Kylo Ren was alive. I was like, yes. Yep. And then he somehow reforced healed her. Mm-hmm. And then she came back to life and kissed him. And then he died. And I was like, no. Why is Ray dead? <laughs> Kylo Ren's so much more interesting. Why? Yes. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. So up, up until that point. But the point where he like basically reverts from Kylo Ren to Ben. I thought it was kind of a cool redemption story. The fact that he talked to Han Solo at the end, like in his own little, like in his brain. And then it was basically like this, like reverse redemption story where he like was a good kid and like kind of became that again. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, it wasn't perfect in, in, in any sense of the word, but like at least was, at least was one of the few things I was able to enjoy. Um, I honestly found myself like, and then the other thing I enjoyed honestly was just like the action. Like I felt like the only thing that JJ Abrams like really like did well and put his heart into was like, Hey, we're going to make these scenes look really cool. Like the scene at, it I, was, I thought, it was thought, visually good. Yeah. I, mean, I thought what they did with good. Palpatine was actually really cool. Oh, like yeah, he really yeah. looked disgusting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Lord, then they did the whole, was... like they did the like HP Lovecraft thing at the end yes. where he's like, we're going to summon some, yes. like some like really nasty underground yes. stuff. And they, the chant, <laughs> the chanting Coliseum yes. yeah. of like dead, yes. like, yeah, of dead dudes. Like was yes. cool. Yeah. Um, yep. it was pretty, that was pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. Yes. So I thought that stuff was cool. Visually the, the, I felt like this film visually like really was very, very cool. Yes. Um, I agree, but I mean that's all shallow. Like in the end, like if you can't tell a good story, like it only yeah. amounts to so much. Yeah. Um, and then for me, I I honestly found myself like you know maybe just because I'm like dead inside about Star Wars now, but like <laughs> but like it's either like I was either I, I was either indifferent, and then I also found myself and and Dove mentioned this at the very beginning of his review, so I, I it sounds like other people have felt the same way. Um, it almost felt like campy at times. Like it was almost like intentionally trying to be campy. Yeah, yeah. Like it almost like this. Like almost like they recognized that yeah. this is so bad at this point that we're just gonna like embrace it. Um, you know, I read an article. Yeah. I read an article a couple months back. Someone trying to make the the point that the Dark Knight Rises was like a camp masterpiece. That like Christopher Nolan intentionally tried to make that movie campy, and that it was like mm. a, like a whole like masterpiece on camp. And I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> I, I doubt that was his intention because knowing Chris Nolan, um, the, and then maybe it just came out the way. But this felt the same way. Like Dove mentioned Knights of Ren, right? Yes. I was like, oh, Knights of Ren, cool. And then there's that <laughs> scene where again on we as Dove mentioned, like what planet are we on? The scene where they go back to Poe's old planet, right? And he meets the bounty right, hunter right, girl right, that, right. that he likes, right? right? On that scene, there's a scene where like Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren show up, right? And all the Knights of Ren like like walk up and it like reveals them like a, they walk up to this corner, like the entrance of the city, right? And I yeah. was just like, I had this image of like all the knights from Monty Python and the Holy Grail just walking <laughs> in, right? And I just started laughing in the oh movie theater. Gosh. I was like, it's I was like, I don't know, just the way they designed their costumes, it didn't look cool to me. It mm. looked campy. Mm. It lo- it looked like like Monty Python and like the knights and the Some Holy Grail. Some of them were like, a little like, campy. Like, I was I was looking like, at their, yeah, their it looked suits like, too. It looked like yeah, the weapons yeah. they had and stuff, it just looked campy and goofy. Yeah. Yeah. And I just started laughing at it. Yeah. And then I was like, am I supposed to be laughing? Did they just do it this way? <laughs> like they right. recognized or is this actually like just bad like yeah i don't know i was very confused uh through a lot of that movie i felt like there was a bunch of stuff like that that i just was yeah. confused by yeah um but i mean overall like i was just you know at this point i you're kind of yeah it yeah. was like just you know I, I i mean again i guess i kind of transcended as dove did to past like being angry about it or being frustrated or being like yeah or having any kind of it like I, decent yeah. expectation i started like, to enjoy it uh, the, the yeah. camping i'm like this is right. this is i like this is almost com- it's a, yeah. well you kind of go in as a comedy instead of a, a yeah. the, the, you'll laugh the term camp and yeah. campy is perfect application for this film because it is the, watching this film was very similar to when you're sitting around a campfire and the fire is burning down and you the conversation has stopped and you're Wondering, should I start a new conversation or should I go to bed? You know, kind of looking at the smoldering <laughs> flame is kind of fun, too. And I'm just like, I'm not sure what I should do. Um, just let the fire burn out. And I guess uh, I guess that's it. I, mean, I guess maybe I'll go to bed or I don't know. And that's how I, that's how I was the whole time. Just yeah. watching the flame burn out. Okay, it's over. <laughs> uh, that was that. I guess yeah. we'll go to bed. You know, that's you know, funny. What do you got? Um, so I was reading reviews from Rotten Tomatoes and somebody said, 24 hours later, I can already feel most of that movie evaporating from my memory. (laughs) And that is exactly how I feel. We saw it, I don't know, a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And there are parts that I can remember. But, I mean, most of the movie, I felt like we did a lot of 
are you serious? They just did that? Like, yeah. that's so yeah. dumb. Like, right. and laughing. And oh, yeah. Because, yeah. and everyone, I felt like we were the only people in that movie theater who were just, like, I do feel like I had a good time, but it was not a good time enjoying a good film. It was a good time right. enjoying a bad film. <laughs> and so, right. um, I mean, yeah. I remember, yeah, the, the Kylo Ren and Ray kiss was like, where in the world did that come from? Did, yeah. Was it just they needed someone to kiss in the movie? Yeah. Like, does know. that bring ratings up somehow? Right. I don't even... Right. Oh, yeah, all um, that building tension they established so well over three movies culminates... It was all sexual the whole time. Yeah, and an it was all kiss. sexual tension not, right before he dies. It's not supposed to make sense. Titanic Part 2. Like it's, it's, I'm like, I've accepted that. I'm like, this is not supposed to make any sense. That's what makes it it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. if it does make sense, it's, it wouldn't be Star Wars then at right. this point. Right. At that's this how... Point, that's, yeah. It's just... It's it's such a weird uh, yeah. mind game. I don't know. Yeah, I, almost, I, I, I almost feel like Shia LaBeouf and Arnold Schwarzenegger were on the set just going, just do it. Do it. <laughs> just do it. Every time J.J. Abrams had a dumb idea, yeah. just do it. Yes. I also, that was a great idea. The, the part where um, they where the, there's that big ship in the water. I like just thinking of things that I oh, remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I thought that yeah. was like the coolest visual was the the waves, like how the waves worked. I don't know if you remember that at all. Yes. Again, you talk about the Death Star in the water, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Death Star. Or you talk yeah. about the skiff, the skiff that she took. To no, try and no, cross. Okay. no. Yeah. I just was thinking about that, like how that looked, the water and the the scenery. I thought was really cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I really don't have yeah, much the visuals. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't have much to say because. It was, you know, yeah, as disappointing as I yeah. assumed yeah. it would be. Yeah, you'll, so. ne- you'll never watch it again. No. You won't. Right? I won't. Never. Right. right. So. No need to. No, no need to watch it. <laughs> a different universe from the first six films. I think, I think most people, most people out there, after The Last Jedi, were kind of done. Yeah. I right. feel, like, I feel mm-hmm. like this one was like, okay, we'll go see it, uh, but we're not expecting much. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, they're mad. You know, they're putting stuff out. But I feel like after The Last Jedi, they're like, okay, this franchise is kind of yeah. just kind of doomed. Yeah. And it, this one is just here just to put a cap on it. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Or maybe not. They left yeah. it open. Well, there were some really uh, – I mean, uh, the only things I remember about this film were not the bad parts because – you know, I went expecting to be a terrible. The only and when I do that, I only remember good parts about it. When I go and expect it to be good, I only remember the bad parts. When I go and expect it to be terrible, I remember the good parts. And that scene, that scene, first off, the emperor. The only good thing about that film was the emperor. He was. He, he definitely made it more interesting. He was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. He was amazing. Yeah. 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 I was blown away by yeah. how much I was too how, because I thought it was going to be so stupid. Right. I, I, yeah. Back. I was blown away about how much an interesting character can change a film. Yeah, because we've had none, yeah. and all the interesting ones we killed off. Yeah, and uh, like yeah, you, you were know, paying attention when he was on yes, screen. You were paying attention every single time. Yeah. I was yeah. gripped to my chair. This yeah. character is incredible. Yeah, yeah, and and the way and and you know, uh, I'll give credit where credit is due. The what you said, the way that they made him, you yeah, know, with that chair could, thing. Yeah, that, well, how could you improve on the way that he was before? Because he was already mysterious. He was yeah. already dark. Now yeah. he's like a zombie emperor, yeah. and yeah. it's like okay, they did improve. Yeah, it was on cool. Him. Wow. It was very like HP. Great approach. Like yes, the and dude, and, the, and when they zoomed out, yeah. and you saw this huge machine, was yeah. cool. I was like, like the yeah. huge machine Star in the Colosseum of you know, a shrouded it, figures. It took, yeah. it took the us, cult. It took us eight hours. Yeah, but Star Wars has finally showed up. Mm. When, I, when when they zoomed <laughs> out and they we saw him strapped to that machine, he was yeah. walking around in this mm. big cathedral style. Because mm. at the end of the day, Star Wars has medieval undertones mm. um, of being knights, you know. And, yeah. and 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 I saw this, and I was like, this is the perfect combination. Of of science fiction, you know, because the first uh, four, five, and six was the perfect combination of medieval science fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how could you how could you possibly join those two worlds? But they did, yeah. and they did it well. And um, it took us eight hours, maybe nine hours. But here at the end of this third horrible movie, Star Wars finally shows up, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing for aspect moment. for a brief moment. I caught a glimpse. I put my head under the water, and I saw the lower half of the iceberg. And I was like, whoa, it's amazing down there. But then, you know, someone jerked my head back up and said, uh, don't look at that. Look at this pathetic piece of ice with a bunch of fat polar bears sitting on top of it or something. And I I was watching this. And when they zoomed out and I saw him walking around that thing, he wasn't even walking. Yeah. He was holding it him was up. Moving him, I was yeah. like, that is so cool. Yeah. That is so amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, that, you know, you finally – and like you said, you know, the, 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 the Sith, yeah. you know – 
if, if, if they just would have invested more time, the, this, the Sith cult, the cult of death, the cult of destruction, is such a great... It should have its own movie. Yeah, it should have its own it movie. Its you own know, um, um, they were yeah. banished to this, 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 you know, it was this great, it was this great plot thing, you know, yeah. they were banished to this place and they spent a long time, what is this place, who are these people, how did they, they get started, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and, and um, you know, he's talking about the Sith will live again, this really interesting character that's totally gripped all of the attention from all the films and put it on one single person, that is the Emperor, and you know what, I don't blame him for bringing him back because I see why they did it. He's incredible. Is that the same actor? Yep, yep. Yeah, same yeah, actor. Yeah. Okay. Throughout same all actor movies. Throughout all the movies. He was, he's, he was the old one, too. No joke. In four, five, and six. Ian McDormand. All of them, yeah. Yep. Oh, my word. I want to shake Wait, is it actually him, though, or did they, just, did they just CGI his face onto the character? I think he's still alive. Oh, yeah? He's still alive. And yep. acted in this film? Yeah. Okay. He acted in this film. Yep. I, I want to I go up to that man and shake his hand. Yeah. Say, sir, you're of all, of all the consistent... It's yeah. like if, yeah. if there's anything consistent about this whole thing, it's you. It's you yes. Your yeah. character is always interesting. Yes, yes. Even in the very, even in uh, one, two, and three. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. His yep. character, and then I, I yep. enjoyed when he finally. I was like, oh, that's how he got all messed up, you know, with the lightning, lightning yes. himself. Yeah. I know it's weird, yeah. Yeah. but then when he got up mm-hmm. and he put his hood on, I went, oh my word, there he is. Yeah. yeah. It's there a very, um, uh, yeah. it's, 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 it was a surprisingly anti-feminist movie. Now, I didn't say pro-woman. I said it's anti-feminist. Because at the end, Ray, um, in a very patriarchal move, takes the name of another man. And um, that is so wrong. How dare she? Not, why, why in the world? When you have this perfect moment to say I'm a Palpatine and I'm not ashamed because it's my name and blah, 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 blah. Palpatina. Yeah, yeah. That was my nickname for That's her. Palpatina. But she, at the end, denies the Palpatina. feminist movement and embraces the patriarchy with two hands because I'm judging it according to their standards. This is their standards. If you even judging things according to their standards. If you, yeah, you can't judge a feminist film according to regular standards because then you know things wouldn't make sense. But if you judge it according to their standards by the standards you know that they set... This is an anti-feminist film because at the end, she's too afraid to live up to her own name. She has to take the name of a man, right? Skywalker, the Skywalker name, and put it on her name because she's not comfortable well, enough. That's interesting. I didn't. Hold up. So, hold, up I didn't. Though, hold up. That's true, but not entirely true because the reason she takes that name ultimately is that they would probably argue that is ultimately tied back to, the, of, to Princess Leia. You're thinking too much, Joey. I'm no, saying I'm that I'm it doesn't you, matter. That's, that's it doesn't matter. She's, she's not... Um, see, all it takes is a, is a woke feminist writer to say this. That's all it takes is an article, and that's it. So I'm 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 just getting ahead of the ball. I'm 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 getting ahead of the game, and 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 foreshadowing. Someone's going to realize that and say, hey, you know, I'm, this I'm is very anti-feminist. How did this? Yeah, it's you know, because it's of Leia. It's because of Leia. Yeah. The whole movie was attributed to Leia. Like they barely. Yeah. Mark Hamill like showed up for a sec, yeah. but like the the ultimate the ultimately the end of this trilogy was like Leia is the Skywalker. Right, but what the, they're using Leia to inf- reinforce patriarchal tendencies because women have to take names of the men, right? So why couldn't she be what's wrong with her name? What's wrong with Palpatine? You know? You know, because she has she to keep her own the name. Footsteps of Leia, not, not Palpatine. Palpatine. I didn't I, I a plot device to reinforce patriarchal tendencies. I, I, that's all it is. That's no. all it is. And and yeah, that's that's I didn't have those, I agree with I, you. I, I understand why they did it. I understand why they did it. But but all it takes is uh, if the feminist the complaints in Hollywood are never justified. They're always ridiculous because never all it takes it. all it takes is someone like you to say, eh, well, I, I see what they did there. I see why. Obviously, I see why she took the name Skywalker. But I'm not judging according to my standards because that would make sense. Well, also, you have to... And also, and the other reason she took the name Skywalker is because as, as, because as woke as Disney might be, Ultimately, it's about the nostalgic money machine. Yes. Um, and so yes. you can't be yeah. like, all right, we're ditching stuff. Because you know, they can't be like, right. okay, right. we decided to finally see, bring out see, trilogy. See, okay. When we finally decided to bring out 10, 11, and 12, we're not right. going to make it about right. Palpatine. We're going to make sorry. it about Skywalker. The problem is Luke agrees with you on that. Yes. That's what feminists agree with. Yes. Yeah, see, 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 yeah. To judge well, it by I, feminist standards, you have to remove it from its context. You have to. That's what you have to do. You cannot look at it according to the context of which it was presented. You have to remove it from the context and interpret it in a way that you want to see. That's that's uh, anti-patriarchal. So, so that's what I'm doing. That's their feminist. That's their feminist and uh, translation tool. And I've done that. I've removed it from the context, and I said she took on a name of somebody else because she was ashamed of to her me, own name, and that is patriarchal. I feel like I feel like. Come on, I look, look. If you're a feminist, you're listening to this. I'm giving you a free article and, and, and a lot of clicks. There you go. I, I, You're welcome. I didn't think either of those thoughts when she said it. I was just like, you can't you know, just pick up thing, someone's name. Well, I know, I know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
<laughs> okay, I, the first thing that came to my mind when she said it, when she turns, is like, oh, what's she going to say, right? She goes, I'm a Skywalker, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing that came to my mind was a Christian Bale in my head. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, like, great, I can be one too. Hey, I'm in the back of the theater in my reclined chair. I'm like, can I be one yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, right. And I was like, right. okay. And they all like appear without right. Kylo Ren. Remember, right. it was like, who was it? It was Luke, Leia. Is oh, that yeah. it? It's not Kylo, is it? No, it was Luke Kylo and Leia, and the ghost, the ghost Jedi. Yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. like, you're not even if Kylo. He wasn't even there. Yeah, Kyle. gee whiz, Kylo Ren. And she's like, she's Kyle. like, who are you? Kyle, you know, and she Kyle. looks over. She sees like Luke and Leia. And she's like, I'm a Skywalker. Right. And then I was just like, that and that's yeah. a wrap. Well, you know what and was, I was amazing? Like, <laughs> you know what's amazing? That's it. You know what's amazing when she Can was being resurrected by all the Jedi. You heard Hayden Christensen in there. You did? Yeah, Liam yes. Neeson. Yes, that's Liam true. Neeson. You did. Yeah, that's true. Hayden I Christian forgot about that. I forgot about that part. I was like, oh my word. Who's next? Jake Lloyd is going to put him in here too. <laughs> and, I, and I did. And I. Jar Jar. And I will say. And I will say Luke's point to and and the one the points we made about um, Palpatine being so cool. I mean, also that was. I mean, I will say that was a little. Even that was a little bit ruined for me with that whole the whole ultimate power bit at the end. Where he was yeah. like, my power's over 9,000. Yeah. And then just shot the insane lightning <laughs> into the sky. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? You, 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 saw, you saw what Vegeta. Vegeta's across from him and go, oh, oh, his power <laughs> level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his power, <laughs> power level is 9,000. This movie is the first feature-length anime. Mm. Yeah, it's not as anime. It's like, the is like, that, oh, I've then, got thousands of Star Destroyers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thousands. Yeah, no, and I'm like, I'm like, man, that's like, that's like to infinity, like, yeah, with yeah. all your Star Destroyers, and then the Rebels come in and just kick their bombs. I'm like, yeah. well, then, but also, but even that, right, the, the electrics in the sky, Ray's watching the Rebellion die, and it's like, how long does it take these ships to blow up and fall down? Because you see all these ships falling, and then it seems like they're falling for like yes. an, an hour like, like, during the whole like sequence. Leaves right. on a tree. And then suddenly on a windy everyone's day. okay as soon as the lightning yeah. stops. Yeah. It's like what? It's weird. And, and you know. know what? They they could have they could have done a good job in building up the fact that you know Ray was the combination of all the Jedi. You know, yeah. you could have explained that a little bit better. You know, not just like oh new rule like whenever all like the Jedi's die like if you're like the last Jedi then they like give you like all of their power and like you're like super powerful you don't even know it and then like when you're gonna die like. You just like get all their power back, and like it's like for the Sith too. Like if they all die and there's like one left, who like he gets like all their power. You know what I mean? It's like pretty cool. So make it up. You know, as and but I thought you could have used I know, this but, last movie to explain see, it. The thing build is, it up a little bit. I know, but but at the end, like, though, hey, new rule: um, if all the Jedi die, they put all their power into one person. Remember, because you remember when Kylo said, "You're nothing, you're no one." Yeah. At the end of the last one, yes. This when he came out and said, "You're a Palpatine," mm-hmm. right? He said, "You're his granddaughter." Right. Yeah. I yeah. was actually like, that's uh, okay. That's a good way to go. Okay. You know, I was, I was like, that's great. But then mm-hmm. I was like, but that was, that's, I, I couldn't help but think in my head, that's the fix. Mm-hmm. That was serious back in the last movie. Mm-hmm. He, he, he meant that when he said, you're yeah. nothing. Yeah. That's how they had written it back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I couldn't see past that part of that scene. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, you lied to me. And he's like, and he made up this weird reason why it wasn't really a lie. Yeah, right. And I'm right. like, there's the fix. Yeah, right. That's right, the right, last right. movie fix yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't get my mind past it. Right. Yeah. Because I thought, that's great. You know, that would have been great to have, what, yeah. you know, but. but if they would have had that in mind the whole time. Right. But yeah. they didn't. So it's yes. like, if, if this one's <laughs> fixing the last one, I can't treat this seriously. It's it's just one big mess. Yeah. It is also so weird to me that they, that they are even, they're even writing their scripts that way. That oh, they, yeah, that they started with the first movie script and kept going. Like, why wouldn't you write with, like, if you're going to write a trilogy, why wouldn't you write all three? Start with, like, yeah. the climactic ending, where you want to go. And Begin then, and with then the end in mind, there. people. Yeah. And then go from there. It's just so weird to me. Uh, although, you I know, know. I, one thing I want to suggest, right? And I So I am putting my bid in now at this point. I'm, I'm joining the ranks of, of wickedness, I think, at this Ooh. point. I'm putting, <laughs> oh. putting my bid in Ooh. to Disney. I want to be a nostalgia consultant. Okay. <laughs> all right. Oh, right. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I want to be a nostalgia consultant. And here's my first. Here's here's what you would have gotten from me if I'd been a part of this Disney, right? So you've got Palpatine. You've got the insane, like, great cult Coliseum thing, right? With everybody chanting, right? Ray right. and Kylo Ren. They beat the Knights of Ren, right? They get right. to Palpatine. 
rather than having Palpatine take care of them, right, with the 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 with everything he did, right, lightning, right, with his force, <laughs> with his force powers and stuff like that, rather than having that first, right, where he was beating them up, uh, extend the sequence, uh, right. They think they've got Palpatine beat. They're in front of him. They <coughs> both have their lightsabers, right, and then suddenly. Dual lightsaber appears in the darkness back in the Coliseum. Ooh. Darth Maul resurrected nice. comes out, fights Ray, awesome. fights Ray and Red <coughs> at the same time with his dual lightsaber. That would have been a sick sequence. I actually, and considering the fact that, that it seems like cool. no, there seems like there are no boundaries on what we can bring back for nostalgia right. to get people to be like, "Yo, yeah. that would have been." That was actually Jake Lloyd. <laughs> <coughs> Dude, is that the little kid? Yeah. Darth Maul comes out resurrected. For, that would look be actually decrepit, uh, like uh, like Palpatine. That would that actually would be, be cool. good for your movie news. You know that, Athena. What? Cool. Jake Lloyd has actually been institutionalized. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, well, he institutionalized himself because he his midichlorian count was too high. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 he 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 oh, he he had to go to like counseling. Oh. Um, Maybe institutionalized is a strong word, but he had to go to like counseling because of the abuse he received from years of everyone who was so angry at him for, for doing my, such a terrible for job. For doing such a ter- terrible job. Poor and I, that's yeah, not I his that's, fault. I that's know. George that's, Lucas' fault. Like, yeah. that, it's, okay, whatever. Really? But, that's, that's really sad. Yes, yeah. That it's is all really article, sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, well, one thing, I, my question is, why did you have to kill Kylo Ren at the end? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because uh, because he was the best character. That's why. You got to kill him and you got to kill the emperor. All the men are dead. (laughs) The feminists win. Dude, (laughs) dude, it was like that. Ultimately, the goal, I think, kill all the men. They're still at Exegol. Resurrecting mm-hmm. each other, like right now, they're still yeah, 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 yeah. going back. <laughs> no, I, dude, I, actually, I actually thought about that for a second. Like they would have a life, like have children, and all Kylo would do was when you know he needed to, like you know, go out would resurrect Ren. Ren would come and be the mom, and then she'd go back and resurrect him, and he'd be the dad. They just keep resurrecting each other, you know, <laughs> never be alive at the same time. But well, and that's and that well, that'll be the that'll be the that'll be the I don't next know how movie. They'd be able to have they're gonna make though. a they're making a. They're gonna make a, a standalone Ray movie after she accepts being a Skywalker, where when you see is where you see what is it? It was Luke and Leia right there at the end, right? Yes, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I think and then, so. But then you'll just see Luke disappear, and it's just Leia. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene will be like like with the Jedi Temple with the little kids, right? When yeah. and when Anakin walks in, but it'll just be Ray walking into a room full of like the, all the Jedi men, right? <laughs> Lightsaber goes on. She kills them all. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Finn dies, Poe dies, she cuts them all down. I was just thinking, Men. in case people don't use IMDb like we do, the the woman behind the helmet is Carrie Russell. Just, you know, yeah. figured I'd say that out Carrie loud. Russell, yes. Uh, uh, you know what, I actually I knew I recognized she... her voice. I couldn't get it. Why? I'm usually pretty good Dominic at it. Dominic okay, 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 who played, who played, uh, wait, 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 there was Gamora and uh, what's her face? Her sister from uh, the Marvel series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nebula. 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 Was that yeah. Nebula? Yeah. Karen. No. no. Okay, because that's what it sounded Nebula. like. Yeah, no, Nebula's that's different. somebody. Yeah. I actually thought that no, was Karen Russell. Gillen. Gillen. Yeah. Karen okay. Gillen. She's yeah. actually good as Nebula. Yeah. I actually like. Yes, yeah, so I yeah. thought that's who it was actually, yeah. but um, yeah, I was wrong. Anyway, well, folks. Oh, that was another fun plot hole too. What? When her? When her one ticket out of the planet she gives to Poe. And then the planet blows up like five minutes later, and there she is at the end. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> And, and you know what? I mean, what? Seriously, the knights, the a, knights of Ren were more like knights of the night from the office because they show up, <laughs> they show up in the small town, following them, and they get away. It's got free. No, that's, that's what I was saying about the Monty Python. Knights. Yeah, I they know. show up in all their dumb what, armor. What good are you guys? We are the knights, and then the planet explodes. How'd they get off? I, I expected them to have the coconuts and just be like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh let's not go goodness. to Star Wars. It is a silly place. <laughs> oh man, folks, that that that's does review of Star Wars and our and our head scratching over this. Who knows? Who cares? Dumpster fire of a trilogy. <laughs> well, and so uh, yeah, and to so to conclude, I do have one last comment. Ooh. Okay. So, um, I was writing. I was writing this. Um, I was anyway, so I was I was kind of like looking into a more like critical look at trying to take a more critical look at Star Wars as a whole and just like what's going on with Disney and how much yeah uh, and why we and like why we hate not just like like what we hate but also why we hate it too right but I did stumble upon something really interesting there's a uh, a literary essay critical essay um, written by Frederick Jameson back in the I believe it's the 80s 
uh, mid '80s called Modern, Postmodernism and the Consumers and Consumer Society, right? But I was really interesting. Uh, what something I thought that was really interesting was that he actually he call, he, he he develops this idea of, about a difference between what he calls parody, right? Which parody is about um, mocking something, right? Um, but it's like it's humorous, right? And what he calls pastiche, which which is almost like what he calls like parody without soul, right? It's almost just like mimicking, like mimicry, right? And so I thought it was really interesting that he actually talks about the original Star Wars series, right? Which we all love, but but he talks about the original Star Wars series and he actually labels it in a st- what he calls, and this is again back in the 80s that he's doing this, he calls it a nostalgia film. Hmm. And I was like, that's really interesting. And so the, so the line that he draws is he actually talks about how that Star Wars mimics much of what he felt like was um, really popular with cartoons when he was growing up. Like the like all the all the stuff like the the that the, they all have an ending right like a cliffhanger at the end and that it focuses on the explosions and the effects and the stuff like that to keep you entertained right that he felt like Star Wars originally was trying to draw from that and so I just think it's interesting that he like gave Star Wars this like nostalgia film stamp right the originals which mm-hmm. I think are great movies right yeah um and are and are epic but do have like some of that but the idea that like he t- he says like okay if that's the origin right. That I just am thinking about, like, that this, I guess, maybe Star Wars was always meant to go this way. Hmm. And it's really interesting, too, because if you even think about the prequels, right, part of the issue that people have with the prequels was how campy and cartoony they are. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And, like, yeah. They almost made a mockery of it. And then here you have you have Disney spending billions of dollars to buy a franchise just so they can make more billions of dollars, right, based on nostalgia, based on the fact that they know they're going to have guaranteed butts and seats because people want to relive the great experience they had with the originals. Right. But that if you're if that's really your goal, then you're ultimately never going to get something that's like yeah. art, right? Yeah. Something that's like something that's going to live on in memory as being a great yeah. film trilogy. Mm-hmm. The three, the three originals still stand alone. I mean, you could make and ruin all the rest of them, but they'll still always yeah. just be what yep. they are, which yep. is interesting too. Yep. Yeah, well, right. And but the thing is, is like it, I think in making good film, right? And that's and that was ultimately like even the point I was bringing up with uh, a, a Quiet Place too, right? In making great film. You, you. I mean, uh, when I when I brought up um, a month ago about um, the movies that made us that um, documentary on Netflix, right? All these, like, all four of those movies, people didn't realize, like, they didn't understand, they didn't realize at the time when they were making that film, they had all these troubles. They weren't like, this is going to be a masterpiece when we when we're done, right? They didn't expect Home Alone to sell like 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 hundreds of millions of dollars in the theater, right? Right, like, right. They, they didn't expect that to happen. They when they when they like. When they like handed it off to the production company, they were like, "We're doomed," right? And then like, and then Home Alone became what it was, right? And so that's an even, an even smaller movie than Star Wars. But so I think going into this, right, when you go into these movies, like trying to recreate the magic of something that like you did that, that something that people didn't know was going to be magical, that mm-hmm. didn't know was going to connect with audiences in the first place, right? When you go and try to recreate that magic, I think that's like one of those like grasping at smoke, mm-hmm. right? Like I think you're yeah. always I think you're always going to miss the mark, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah. it needs to become something something else. Like mm-hmm. we just, I you know so more promotion for you know make original stuff. Stop trying to recreate right. the box. Well, it's interesting hits. because I think the fans know what made it magical, but do the filmmakers know, or do they care? You know? I think they do. I mean, J.J. Abrams is a fanboy. I think he cares, but I think I I think there's more to it than that. I th- I think I think like I think when you stumble on I think I think often great film is stumbled upon and not like made in in like a very specific box, right? Well, and so well, so people are trying to so Disney's trying to put a mathematical equation to okay, what made this great and magical, and let's recreate it. And I don't think they are ever going to find I, that. Equation. I don't think I don't think they did that at all because I I, I look at the reviews uh, on IMDb and and they're saying the same thing. Ray is a Mary Sue. Yeah. She keeps on Mary Suing everything. She's mm-hmm. a Mary Sue. No flaws. Perfect. Perfectly perfect in every way. Mm-hmm. And if these people keep saying that over and over again, and these are just armchair uh, film reviewers, they know this. You, those other people get paid to know this. They don't get paid anything. Mm-hmm. They know that she's a Mary Sue. Kathleen Kennedy has has architect uh, has uh, is the architect of this. She knows she's a Mary Sue, but... She would rather die. She'd rather destroy everything than see her not become a Mary Sue anymore and see those other male characters die. So I, I, I don't think – I think there are people involved trying to recreate the magic. But I think the people at the top who are controlling everything 
they don't want to see that because the magic involves having male characters be strong, proud, independent. You know, we can't have that anymore. We got to have the woman be that, and we have to have them dominate the men. So, and 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 so that's what's more important. They don't care if it's a bad story. They don't care about the fan base. They care that the force is female now. And I keep saying this over and over again. They're sacrificing Star Wars on the altar of feminism. It's apparent to everybody watching it with this Mary Sue crap going on. And and I believe that there's so many people that want to see the magic recreated, but I think the people at the top who are pulling the strings saying, we don't care about the magic, we don't care about um, uh, even butts in the seats because they could have had a, even more. They know they can it, because you, all you need to do is look at these feminist films coming out now with Ocean's 8, the new Ghostbusters, this late uh, uh, Birds of Prey. They're crap. They don't sell. Charlie's Angels. Get woke, go broke. Charlie's Angels. Yep. They know it. Yeah, yeah. They know it. They get paid to know it. But they don't care. That's what I keep trying to say to everybody. That's why I, know, it's so I know everybody here understands this, but I need to ram this home again at the end of the stupid third film. It's not about a good story. It's about sacrificing Star Wars on the altar of feminism. That's what we saw here today. I submit to you, Joey. <laughs> I, I still think I, I think it's a combination of the both. I'm not saying that ideology isn't playing into it, right? But I'm also saying that I I think they are concerned. I because I mean, ideally, right? If they think that their if they think that their ideology is the correct way to go, mm-hmm. you'd still be you'd still at least have even if it wouldn't be as good, you wouldn't have the you wouldn't have the just terrible crap show that is this trilogy, like the makes no sense crap show. Like you could still could have tried to recreate the magic and had the feminism stuff in there. It would not have been good, but it might it wouldn't have been an incoherent mess, right? But I still think that I think that both I think I think I think both are like what's contributing to the fact that it's just so sloppy. Mm. So I don't it's think, done I, I, mercifully. I don't, yeah. <laughs> Thank I don't, you. I don't think art is created in you know in this kind of like you know right. box that they're trying to create. Right. It in. Yeah. Right. Let it die at least for a long, long time. Yep. No, it'll be back next year. Well, folks, yeah, well, yeah, yeah I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. the Star Wars, the Star Wars dumpster fire, um, has been temporarily put out. Temporarily put out. It will be reignited again, um, and uh, we'll see. Though. Yeah, Mandalorian. It's pretty, it's yeah. pretty good. I, I, it was yeah. okay. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Don't 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 ruin it for me. Oh, yet, okay, but, okay. But I but I liked it so far. So. Okay. Well, folks, that's the end and the last Star Wars review we will do for a long time. Yeah. It's been a horrible ride. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's been fun to talk about. This is weird. This, like, this is almost like the trilogy of our podcast, too, right. because we started yeah. with Force Awakens. Yes, yeah. so. we did. Yep. yep. So um, it's like touring a morgue. Look at that dead thing. Another dead thing over there. Look at all these dead things. touring a wart? A morgue. Oh, a morgue. Okay. So we will see you guys next week for lists. We're going to be doing lists of uh, three tremendous ways of talent. We will see you guys then. Luke Dove, Joey, Mike. Oh, did I say Mike? Luke Dove, Joey, Athena, and Brad. And Mike. And Mike. What a Mike. Mike The unseen character over here. (laughs) We will see you guys next week.